Welcome to This Crip Life, a place where you can meet disabled people and learn about the things that affect them. This is an Asheville FM podcast produced by DIY Able. Happy Disability Pride Month, everyone. Recently, I was approved for a standing wheelchair. This is a really difficult piece of equipment to get Medicare and Medicaid to approve. And when I got together with Adam Winton, my wheelchair tech, and Barbara Kroom, my physical therapist who specializes in wheelchair seating, we weren't really sure how it happened, but we're so ecstatic that it did. I decided to interview my seating physical therapist, Barbara Kroom, to discuss the importance of having a physical therapist that specializes in wheelchair seating and also to tell disabled people that when you need a piece of equipment you're better served if you strengthen the relationships in your community with your doctors your physical therapists your wheelchair techs and any other person that can help you get the equipment you need I hope you like this interview, and if you do, please consider supporting DIY Abled by becoming a DIY Abled Patreon member and support this podcast. Thanks. Hi, everyone. This is Priya Ray from DIY Abled. Welcome to This Crip Life. And I'm so excited because I am interviewing Barbara Kroom, who is a physical therapist that I've been working with for many years. I first met Barbara. I would say, gosh, about 10 years ago, I mean, maybe a little less, but definitely near 10 years ago, when she helped me get a wheelchair um, that tilted back. And I, I got that. And she worked with me closely because I had pain. And um, so go ahead and introduce yourself, Barbara, and maybe talk about that wheelchair first before we get into the the exciting wheelchair that I just got. <laughs> Thank you, Priya, for inviting me to do this today. So when I first met Priya, she was, I believe, getting regular therapy and having issues with SI joint pain. And we were able to assess her a variety of seat cushions and find one that provided support for her, but also adding power tilt to her power chair gave her a position to rest back. I've been doing wheelchair recommendations since 1982. So I've got a lot of years of experience with all ages, all diagnoses. I used to work at the Shriners Hospital in South Carolina. And then I came to Tom's Rehab in 1985, which then became Care Partners. But unfortunately, HCA bought out Mission Hospital and Care Partners and closed the wheelchair seating clinic right when COVID hit back in uh, March of 2020. And I was fortunate to move over to the Mountain Care Services, which is a not-for-profit organization, received a grant approval and was able to reopen the clinic. And at first only worked from home, but seeing clients in their home was also a great experience for me. And I continued to find that to be very beneficial to actually see where the person needs to go, what they need to be able to do to function throughout their day helps us in determining what to recommend. So it's been a great experience. And that's how I saw Priya this, this past year was at her apartment. And we tried out a couple of different chairs before making a decision to recommend 
a fabulous Permobile with Power Stand, which she has been approved for. I hope to fit that next month. Yeah, right? yeah. Yeah, next month, July 13th. So we're really super excited about that. And um, um, I was like in disbelief. I was in disbelief when I got approved because I was working with Adam, who is a wheelchair tech for New Motion, and Barbara, and they're like, yeah, Medicaid doesn't really approve Medicare, Medicaid, they don't really approve this because we have to prove it has medical necessity. And, you know, a lot of disabled people have told me they've tried to get it and they were denied. And we, you know, disability activists kind of talk about how we aren't defined by our medical diagnosis, but unfortunately to get a piece of medical equipment or a piece of, you know, I actually like to call wheelchair ability tools instead of medical equipment. But um, when the Medicare and Medicaid are paying for it, the medical necessity. So you do need to describe it medically how you need it. And that's why I was so grateful that Barbara was still here. Like she didn't, Barbara was offered um, jobs by manufacturers and stuff because she's so amazing at what she does and so knowledgeable. And, um, but we're lucky because Barbara was like, no, this is what I like doing. I wanna serve and help people that need wheelchairs in Western North Carolina. So I'm gonna figure out how to continue to do this which I am so grateful for because I do feel, I mean, I don't feel Barbara's the only reason I got the wheelchair because I do think it was a combination of me, Adam, my partner, Robert, my brother and Barbara all together. We're like brainstorming what we need to do to prove to Medicare and Medicaid, we need this. So I think it was a group effort, but I think Barbara was an essential piece of that puzzle for me. And, um, so Barbara, do you want to explain a little bit about like how having someone like you is good because you can kind of see the requirements and are knowledgeable about how to put everything together?
yeah yeah so um a lot of disabled people i think feel because the ada is passed and we have these laws that require you know that say hey you need to you know give these disabled people the same equality as a non-disabled person but i think my my observation of the disabled community not everyone but some people are like they like to just be like the they didn't give it to me support system in place before you're trying to go in and get something like that Definitely. And I am also a member of the Clinician Task Force, which is a group of clinicians around the country. And we work together to present information to CMS to change policy. I'm working on some changes right now. Um, another group just recently submitted to CMS a change to the power seat elevation and standing systems coverage that hopefully will be open for public comment period soon. They are going to reopen the national coverage determination and you'll have the opportunity as an individual to put comments on the website in regards to why these items are necessary for your medical and functional needs. That's not uh, been announced yet, but there will also be a website available to go to to get help with how to submit comments, what the process requires, uh, there's also a lot of advocacy going on right now to obtain accessories with manual wheelchairs. We've got a 90-day extension on that, but um, CMS is wanting for an accessory as a seat cushion, a back support on a manual wheelchair. And if you have an ultra-lightweight manual wheelchair, you have to have a seat cushion and a back support. But right now, if we don't get CMS to change the policy in another 90 days, then the reimbursement to the suppliers is gonna be at the competitive bidding level of rental equipment versus purchase equipment that meets your medical needs. So there's a website called protectmymobility.org protect where you can go and submit information to your Congress people in regards to why action is needed. And anytime there's a new um, letter to Congress or to CMS or a new um, advocacy action that needs to be taken, that's a good place to go to see what's going on and to have some input and to help in the whole process. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, totally. It makes, I don't know, makes sense to me. <laughs> okay, because complex rehab technology is definitely different from durable medical equipment. As you said, Seating and wheel mobility is not just a piece of a, a, like a walker or a crutch. It's, it's a part of your body and it's an assistive device to allow you to do the things you need to do throughout the day. And we need to get that separated out from those little wheelchairs that people use to get discharged from a hospital or for short-term use when they have a broken leg. It's all right now under the same guideline heading. Can you tell us what CMS stands for? Um, Centers for Medicare and Medicaid. Okay. So just services. Yeah. Just for those people that don't know. Um, yeah. So like what you said, like we have this idea of what a wheelchair is. Like people don't understand. Like recently this video went viral of this woman who was disabled and she flew and her, the baggage claim, baggage, not baggage claim, but the baggage handlers 
broke her wheelchair and when she got to the other end the wheels were broken and she was crying and there's a lot of non-disabled people it's like why doesn't she just go to the wheelchair store and buy another one and um so i just think it's very important for people to hear like you don't the wheelchairs are actually there's like a lot of complex advocacy going on for people to get the wheelchairs they need and, and these wheelchairs are complex every little yeah. piece and part component is customized to that individual person right so yeah so people don't really understand that they just think you know in their mind they're like oh it's just like they have wheelchairs at the hospital. They have wheelchairs at the airport. Why do they just use one of those? And it's like, no, because it's not, you know, custom made fit, custom fit for their body, which is very important. Um, can you explain to people why it is important for a wheelchair to be custom fit to a person's body? So if, let's take about, think about manual wheelchairs. The, the higher end complex rehab technology ultra lightweight manual wheelchairs have an adjustable axle plate. So if somebody's propelling with their arms, you want those axles to be in line with their shoulder girdles, not way back behind them where they have to extend their arm and reach to push. Because over time, that's going to damage their shoulders. And they need their shoulders to do transfers and other activities during the day. You want that propulsion to be smooth and easy and not causing further injury. So getting that axle plate in the right position, both in height and forward adjustment for that individual is important. Providing a firm back support is important to get something to push off of to allow them to propel better. There's power assist systems. There are so many other technologies, type of tire, type of caster, size of caster, where the foot is supported at or not, makes a difference in how the person is able to function. And it's important if you're a full-time user to be in a lightest weight possible chair with the best alignment for your body to do those things. In addition, we don't want pressure injuries. I, I'm adamant that it's important for people to do pressure release, but they have to be on the right cushion too. And the Mountain Care Seating Clinic, I have a pressure mapping system that I can use to assess people in different cushions as an objective tool in addition to my hands. And if you have sensation, how it feels, but we can find the right cushion if you don't have sensation that lets your sit bones really immerse into the material and not have high pressure causing wounds. That's, that's crucial because a, a pressure injury can cost thousands and thousands of dollars to close hospitalizations, inability to get out of bed, and just leads to such depression in folks. So I feel blessed that I can provide these services. There's no charge for me to see you. We don't bill insurance. It's totally donation supported clinic. And we rely on that to keep these services going in this area. Yeah, no, that's great. And um, thank you so much for sharing that information because, you know, um, people that use a wheelchair full time, like me, it's like, it's our legs like this, like, you know, I tell people, people are like, oh, you're just walking down the street. I was like, no, I was rolling down the street. So, you know, I just like people to understand that if you're using a wheelchair full time, it is like your body and it needs to. And they need to respect that and not try to come up behind somebody in a manual chair who's struggling to get up a hill and just start pushing them without saying, hey, do you want some help? 
exactly <laughs> so because yeah. it is it's inviting a person's space like i remember once there's this wheel uh like a store i was going i was like and they're they were advertising a lot they were new and i was like oh i'll just buy you know i was going to get my friend a birthday present there and i went in and it wasn't accessible there was a step and i have a power wheelchair so the woman was like grabbing she's like literally didn't ask like oh can i grab your wheelchair then she grabbed the wheelchair the arm and was trying to pull it in to the store and i was like you're not going to be able to do that. You know, this is like Wait, 300 pounds, 300 pounds. And then however much I weigh, it's like, you're not going to be able to do this. You just need to make this accessible. You need to like put a ramp here or something. Yeah. So, so yeah, like things like that. People just, when they see a wheelchair, they're just like, Oh, I'll just pull it in or I'll just do that. And it's like, no, just make it accessible. And then you don't have to worry about any of that kind of stuff. So, so yeah, I can't, think of anything else I wanted to ask you I just wanted to people to understand the amount of thought and care and you know what goes into a person getting a wheelchair and that you know it's not necessarily about me being able to walk and like standing of course psychologically it's great I'll be able to go places and be you know see people in the face and stuff like that but, yeah, because right now, if you're sitting all the time and the person's standing, you have to look up and it strains your neck over time and can cause more shoulder issues because you're compressing the nerves to your yes, arms. Yes, exactly. So it's not, <laughs> it is about health in every form. It's like, instead of me looking up, I'll be able to look someone in the face. And psychologically, it's great, but medically, it's also a necessity. Mm -hmm. So, so I wanted people to understand that. So thank you so much, Barbara, for doing this with me. I really appreciate it. And if you live, you know, not even in North Carolina, if you live anywhere and would like to donate to uh, Barbara's <laughs> clinic, you should, because they are very important. And uh, that's mountaincareservices.org. Yes. So go over there and donate because <laughs> they are very important to our, to my community. And, you know, you should just donate because it's a good thing to do. And they're very important to wheelchair. I serve users. all of Western North Carolina and have clients from Tennessee, Georgia, and South Carolina sometimes also. So yeah, the, this entire area of the South, they are here to help wheelchair users get the right wheelchair. And it's really important to their independence. So please go do that. And thank you so much, Barbara. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of This Crip Life. If you like what you hear, please consider donating at DIYable.com. And remember, disabled people are people. Mm -hmm.